Welcome to C-Suite Radio. It's time for another edition of The Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me! Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, it felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. Today on the show, we have a very fantastic guest. I'm so excited, Max Fine. You just, this suits you well. You're funny. You have a new special coming out here yeah. very soon. Um, let's talk about it. Uh, this yeah. is a big deal. I was just talking to another comic just before you came on, and I was saying it's like, um, it's a badge of honor, I feel like, as somebody who observes but also loves comedy, understands it to a bit, where you can like get to a place where you can put out a special. I mean, that's a big deal to be able to do that an hour's worth of comedy and it's out there in the ether for people to consume. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. And once it's out, I'm sure I'll feel better about it. Uh, it's just right now it's the, you know, there's nothing more I can edit. There's nothing more I can pull and I feel good about it, but until it's out, you know, I won't be able to sleep. Uh, but it's, yeah. it's exciting. It is exciting. It's, it's cool to see something through like this. Uh, like, do you do do you do music or anything, or stand up or anything like that? I don't, but I mean, as a podcaster, and you're interviewing comedians or whoever the case might be. But I've talked to enough comics. I feel like, and that's why I love talking to comics because it's such a long process to get to yeah. a place to be able to. I was just talking to uh, somebody else before you and. I went to a live show here last night in Colorado in Loveland. They did yeah. a they did a place uh, a, a brewery ale works and it, it was like I've done that room. Yeah, so you uh, know you yeah. know those guys, Dan. Uh, yeah. So that's very cool. Um, and I finally got connect with them. And last night, you know, the headliner who's opening up for Mel Hall tomorrow in Denver at Comedy Works is doing this tiny little room, yeah. but is able to master and command a 20 person audience. You know what I mean? With kids running around. I think it's cool. But so to answer your question, I don't do stand up. All of these guys are trying to talk me into it. Um, Why not? Yeah, everybody can do it. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, maybe, <laughs> but you do it <laughs> so well. So how long did it take you to get to a place where you could put an hour together like this? I mean, so the tricky thing with me was, so I started in Atlanta and very quickly wanted to be on the road and working. Okay. So I could do an hour, uh, like a year and a half, two years into comedy. It wasn't good. I don't think that's the way you should do it. Uh, right. But I don't know. But then it took another like eight or nine years of just tightening it up and figuring out what works, what am I, what's going to age well, what won't and things like that. It took all in all about nine years to get everything to where I wanted it to be. Okay. Um, and then- it's been, I guess, like four or five months since the recording. And it's just kind of right now, I'm just waiting to get it out. And I'm so excited to. Yeah, that's very cool. So then do you know who Joel Byers is? He does the hot yeah, breath. Okay. Course. He's a good friend of mine too. No way. Yeah. He was one of the very first comedians I had on the show, like, like just right before COVID, I think. Um, and I think he's so cool. He teaches writing, which I think is yeah. cool. 
um, and sort of teaches people who aspire to be comics to get to a place where they can do maybe five minutes and do open mics and things like that. So for you, you've had a, a really cool process to get where you are. Do you enjoy writing? Do you like to write? Do you write every day? What is your process, Max, to getting to a place where you can put together 10, 15 minutes to perform yeah. as a drop-in yeah. or a middler or even a headliner or whatever? Yeah. No, you nailed it. Uh, it's just, you know, for me, I do write every morning. Uh, that's actually switching. I used to write in the mornings. I've been writing at night lately. Um, I love to write. I am very bad at writing a joke. Uh, that's the kind of thing where for me, it's always worked. Like if I have notes, um, you know, I walk around with a little notebook, like all of us do, and it looks ridiculous. But once I'm on stage, it's like, I can figure out what makes that premise funny. Um, but that took like six, five, six years of like, just getting myself really comfortable on stage. Yeah. Uh, but everybody's a little different. Um, for me, it's like when I'm on stage and the pressure is there where it's like, all right, you've got to figure out what makes your little note about, you know, bar stools funny. Yeah. Uh, it just, that's where I feel best. Uh, I have a really hard time sitting down and writing out a joke all the way through. Once I have like the premise and once I have the punchline and the setup, then I can sit down and like write out little tags and figure out what makes something more funny, think of different wordings to use. But for the most part, like I need to be panicked. I need to be stressed out. Uh, I need to be on the verge of a breakdown to figure out what's new and what's funny. Yeah. I think that's so interesting. I mean, just watching somebody get up on stage for 10, 15, 20 minutes and to just be able to tell stories or give their point of view. I think it's so interesting because it's different than I think what anybody else could do. I mean, obviously you've got actors, they put in work, but to get in front of a group of people, no matter how big or small and do that is just, it's different than I think anything else. You know what I mean? And it's, I find totally. it extremely fascinating. Well, I think that, you know, I, there's always a common thing with comics that I know where there's, whether or not they had a happy childhood, whether or not they had a, a bad childhood, it's like, there's still this like desperate need to be seen in some way. Yeah. And uh, the nice thing about stand-up is you don't have to learn how to play an instrument. Uh, you don't have to, you know, learn how to per impersonate somebody else to act. It's very much like if you can figure out how to be funny, there's nothing stopping you from going to an open mic. And I don't know. It's just, when you really feel like, ah, shit, I don't, can we curse on this? You're good. Yeah, you're good. All right, cool. Uh, if, if it's like, oh, no, I don't know what I'm doing in my life. I don't know how to talk to other people. It's like you find this this stand-up and it's like, all right, well, if, if it's something you grew up with, it's really easy to think of like, all right, well, I could do that. I could do that. And then you get up and you can't. But there's like this, I don't know, there's this magic. When the first time anybody steps on stage, they all feel like they crushed. Nobody... Nobody gets on stage the first time and feels like they really bombed. It's always the second or third time where it's like, oh, I really ate it there. Uh, and it's just, you kind of, it's like drugs. You do get hooked on that feeling of like being in control of a room and making an audience laugh. It feels like a superpower. When it's going really well, it feels like a superpower. Right. Well, there's some that might have like that beginner's luck, but then as you said, second, third time. So let's talk about the when you started and you- yeah. You did really good at first, but then maybe you start bombing after one, after another, after another, after another. Like, how do you get past that? Oh, shit moment. And then 
keep going because I don't know how it would feel um, to like just eat it in front of a group of people. Yeah, it's it's the worst feeling in the world. But like for me, and this is not how most people should do it. I think I started in a very unique time, especially in the scene that I was a part of where, okay. you know, it's when you bomb, it's like, well, I'm going to just go get really drunk with all my friends who are also bombing. None of us are very good right now, but we all love to party. So it's able to, you know, it was, it was easy to minimize it. It's okay. once I, you know, once I, after that first year or whatever, when I started like not drinking on stage or whatever, it's like, Oh shit, I have to sit with this feeling. I have to understand like, what's wrong and what isn't working. And it's all like a puzzle, right? Yeah. Like I'm a big fan. You know, I listen to my sets back and I, I, you know, nuts about it where I've got a pen and I'm just making marks on a sheet of paper for things and like time coding things. But at first it's like, all right, well, I just need to get through the night so I can get up again tomorrow. Okay. Uh, now it's a lot more, let me pick this apart, figure out why it wasn't working, what I can do differently. And it's, it's just, you know, the cool thing about living in New York is I can ostensibly get on stage four or five times and yeah. start something the first time at like seven o'clock. And then by 1130, it's like, Oh shit, I might have a fully formed joke now. That is so but, cool. So yeah. you go to all the spots in one night, you go up as much as you can every night. If I've got something, I'm, it, it varies. Um, if I've got something I'm really excited about working on. Yeah. I'm like, I'll hit it very hard. Uh, something that's changed since I started those. I don't feel the need to be out until 3 a.m. hanging out with comics, just trying my best to get on stuff. It's like I'm luckily at a point now where it's like I have my pockets in the city where it's like, hey, can I come and do five minutes in like 30 minutes? Uh, and, you know, I've got enough of those places that I can just drop in on it. But, you know, there are also nights where it's like, I don't want to be around comedy at all. It's like, you know, I want to sit, I want to put a record on and play with my cats. And that's all I want to do tonight. Uh, but yeah, it's like if I'm working on something and like definitely prepping for the album, it was like, I need to get on stage as much as I can. I had like, you know, I think I did like 65, 70 spots like the month before I recorded it. Just like, I've got to make sure everything is tight or I at least know to some extent what I'm going to talk about. So getting past it, say like the Comedy Cellar or one of those places, like, is that for a New York comedian, that's a big huge thing right to be able to sure drop in at places like that but it's also can be very challenging to to just get in on anywhere especially when you're starting yeah. out so once you got to a place where you were able to get where you just mentioned where you could go and drop in here drop in there does that validate you as a comic and go okay i feel like now i'm in a good no. spot no <laughs> absolutely not i uh and i i think the that if you, I think that most comics, if you ask them, whatever level they are, if it's like, oh, is this the validation you're looking for? I'm willing to bet 99 to 100% will tell you absolutely not. It's, you know, my best friend who I have a podcast with, uh, like my best friend of 20 years, he is, he's one of the seller guys. He's very like in touch there. He's there all the time. And he's on a TV show and he's still like, I'm nowhere close to where I'd like to be. Wow. Meanwhile, you know, it's just... The cool thing about stand-up is it is a constant it, – it's something that you don't have to stop because until – as long as you're still breathing, there's something to talk about in your life. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, oh, my – you know, I, I, I didn't lock my door and someone walked in on me while I was in the bathroom. That's a joke. If it's like I got outside and the weather wasn't – what I, like you can figure out a way to make anything funny. 
I think I wanted to be a musician growing up. That okay. was the goal. I really wanted to play guitar and bands and stuff. But at a certain point, like you realize, all right, this just isn't how I can communicate with people. I'm not good enough to learn how to play. And with comedy, it's just like, as long as your brain is working, you can really figure out a way to new new material. And if mm. you're exploring yourself that way, like it never ends. You know, the success is so relative to what you want out of it. Oh, wow. I love that. I think just maybe even the encouragement from your peers is probably more valuable in some way than oh, some sort of dude. badge of honor yeah. along the way, right? Yeah, man, because it's like, I know so many comics that aren't friends with other comedians that are yeah. doing well. They have, you know, a profile, they have, you know, clout, they have whatever. Every comic is talking shit about them behind their back because it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, it's like, we don't know you. And also like, what makes you a person about this? Like right. the, the cool, the, my favorite part of comedy is the camaraderie. Yeah. It's, you know, we do this thing where it's like, it's not like improv. It's not like sketch where you're part of a team and you're on stage where if, if one person's failing, we're all failing. Or if one person's killing, we're all killing. It's totally dependent on you while you're on stage. And that's such a hard and lonely thing that like, you gotta have friends for when you get off stage, whether it's good or bad. Like, I've had some shows where it's like, I know I just like killed harder than I've ever killed before. And the audience is cool and they're into it, but I still don't feel a, like I'm at my best. But as soon as I get off stage and one of my friends is like, that was great. You really, you know, we my, my group, we all call it leveling up. You know, it's like, oh shit, you just leveled up. And I can see that. And, you know, that's way more validating than a hundred people laughing at you. It's like, uh, I always want to impress the comics. I always want to make the comics laugh. If you can make comics laugh, you can make anybody laugh. I love it. Well, that's very cool. So the special comes out here soon. When does it come yeah. out and where is it available, Max? Yeah, so October 13th, uh, it's called I Like His Style. Uh, it's coming out on Spotify, iTunes, all of the streaming services. And then you'll also be able to order the vinyl, uh, which hopefully we'll get by December. And I can't wait for that. Very cool. Well, congratulations on all your work and success. If you're ever out in the Colorado area again, Denver, would love to come check you yeah, out live. please. I'm there all the time. Very I cool. I know those verboten guys pretty well. They're all uh, nice dudes. Yeah, they're very cool. Well, Max, thank you for your time. I know you're busy traveling and touring, but I appreciate you hanging out with us a little bit today. It's been a lot of fun, man. Dude, thank you so much for having me, Brett. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you! If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care.